When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Charlie Burris, Big Orange Podcast on the Dusecki Guest Line, Tennessee at Georgia, 2.30, CBS. How much, from your best source, how much money has Tennessee raised in their NIL fund? <laughs> God knows. Uh, so much. Five million? I mean, even Seven million? What do you think? Oh, it's, uh, well, to, Eight to just put it in pers- perspective, uh, I mean, after that Alabama win, Tennessee, in in a joking way, did this goalpost fund. It wasn't – it didn't literally go to the goalposts that got ripped down. It was just, a, you know, an opportunistic fundraising uh, thing for Tennessee. And I want to say that raised like $300,000 just right off the top, and that's from your common fans. So who knows from these mega donors? Okay, because- let me ask you this. Would you would – you be- would you venture to guess that that it's over ten million or under ten million? Probably, I could because and and this is another thing that kind of flies under the radar that's happened recently. Since twenty twenty, Tennessee has had uh, a guy as the president of the university who is himself a mega donor to Tennessee, um, Randy Boyd. He and that's the president of the school. So you have a mega donor as the president. Uh, I mean, he he is a a famous like entrepreneur locally and. Uh, uh, alumni of the University of Tennessee. I mean, they didn't just take some guy that gave them a bunch of money and give him that spot. But uh, so, I mean, God knows what kind of connections that guy has. And so probably, I mean, I I have no idea. I'm not going to act like I do. But you just look, I mean, there are billionaires in this alumni base. Right, let, and let me ask you this. Do you know of, uh, does Hendon Hooker, he played well last year, okay, uh, maybe it didn't happen in the off season. Maybe it did, but now he's the best player in America, um, in my opinion. And Bryce is unbelievable and super cool and calm and you know collective under under stress and pressure. And and Hendon will have to be that way against Georgia again on on Saturday. Do do you know of a if Hendon Hooker has a big NIL deal or several NIL deals, Charlie? Oh, he definitely, yeah, he definitely does. Okay, I, I don't know exactly what they are, but yeah, I mean the Spire Sports is kind of the primary. Um, uh, the place the out of New York, NIL. yeah, yeah. The it's uh, well, there's my knowledge based out of Knoxville. It's actually a, oh, uh, my bad. A decent set of the folks that are there uh, used to work for the university, but um, regardless, yeah, I he works with them really closely. And I mean, they've been incredibly aggressive. You know, they, they were kind of the masterminds behind 
whatever happened with Nico Yamaliava, the five-star quarterback um, from California that is coming to Tennessee this coming year. Um, and so, yeah, I, I have no doubt that he has uh, plenty coming in. And, and Hyatt, Hyatt, too, and I actually know I've, I actually talked to a former Tennessee player uh, that has done a lot of uh, work getting guys uh, NIL deals, and he said that the the deals that rolled in for Hyatt after that Alabama game were just, like, unreal. He said it was an unending list of people just being like, please, ad- advertise this. Uh, I think the the one that's been missing is Hyatt Hotels. How do you not hop on that? It, you know. Oh, the, my the, gosh. <laughs> you just nailed it. <laughs> but uh, apparently that has not happened, I don't think. But, yeah, no, I mean, the, the NIL has got to be going crazy for this. Too. Goodness. Okay. Uh, are you surprised it's an eight-point spread that Georgia's favored by eight considering the way your balls are playing? Yeah, I, I probably would have said more four, five, six at most, I think. Um, this just really feels like a one-possession game to me, uh, just personally. Either way, I I can be convinced either way, uh, I think. And so, yeah, I, I was a little surprised by that. I, I would say if I was a betting man on Tennessee, I'm too superstitious to do that, frankly. But if I was, I, I would have to go uh, with Tennessee plus eight, eight and a half there. It just, uh, it just doesn't sit right with me because I, I almost, I, I don't know. There's no way to confirm this until we see this game on Saturday. But Georgia's numbers are very good, and their talent is very good. But it feels like the numbers might be a little skewed this season just because the competition that they faced really hasn't been particularly high level. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the outlying factor here that uh, is, I think, tough for everybody to analyze because Tennessee has played all that, that top-level talent and beat them. Two top ten wins already. Uh, but then, you know, Georgia just really hasn't. And then they have these weird off games where they almost lost to Missouri. I know. It, it's, it's odd. I, I, don't, I honestly don't know. I have more speed it. than Missouri's offense, so that's, that's weird. <laughs> hey, did you, yeah. see, have you seen, did you see people crying when y'all, when y'all beat Alabama? Yeah, it was me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I actually, no, I genuinely, I was here watching it with my, uh, my brother-in-law and, and just an entire set of family members. And, uh, he, he definitely cried. I, uh, I, I mean, that was one of the most common things I think you would have seen from Tennessee fans. Just the, the emotional release of that. Think of 15 years of frustration just coming out, uh, all, all at once. Uh, and that's, that's kind of how that felt it it was uh overwhelming to say the least i think charlie burris are right, you picking it rocky top with the win hen and hooker goes in and uh takes kirby smart's manhood so i said i could i could be convinced either way i i've already made this prediction on my own show uh so i got i can't be inconsistent i i said if this game's in Neyland Stadium, this is a touchdown plus win for Tennessee, I think. It's a bad – in that scenario, it's a really bad matchup for Georgia uh, where they could be affected by a crowd. The fact that it is in Sanford Stadium is the sticking point here. And uh, I said that gives Georgia the ability to play more mistake-free football. You know, you're not affected by a crowd like that. They're, and then uh, the, their defense is stout no matter the competition that they've played. And I, I said it's three points 
for Georgia because I uh, I break I broke it down like this. It's like if Tennessee and Georgia both play their absolute A game, I think Georgia wins out extremely close. Fair enough. If Tennessee if Tennessee plays their A game, Georgia plays B game, Tennessee win, and uh, you know vice versa. And so it's really two scenarios where Georgia wins, one where Tennessee wins. So okay. which one do I think will happen? And uh, and so I. If you it feels get, more likely for Georgia. If you make Stetson Bennett uncomfortable, um, he was actually uncomfortable some during the Florida game and, and yeah. had some errant throws. Uh, now, you know this. Those tight ends are nasty for Georgia, and they can pound the rock. So I'll be interested to see what your defensive coordinator does as far as you know selling out to stop the run and just saying, hey, we're going man, and we're going to see if Stetson can beat us. I would think he'll kind of lean that way but but I'll look for that you've got the much 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 better quarterback they have more talent than you um and then Heupel's a hell of a play caller and and Kirby's a a hell of a play caller on the defensive side of the football uh I can't wait all right buddy thanks Charlie Burris Rocky Top Insider Big Orange Podcast we appreciate it have a great time this weekend absolutely I appreciate it Bob all right I want you to be wearing that number five jersey when you're watching the game. Uh, That would be Hendon Hooker, the quarterback for Tennessee, who, uh, if he wins tomorrow, he wins the Heisman. How about that? You ready to to get a Hooker for Heisman sticker in here? If Tennessee wins tomorrow, Hendon Hooker wins the Heisman. I think that's probably pretty accurate, assuming they don't lose somehow down the stretch. Because C.J. Stroud is also right there. Like, whichever one of those guys stays perfect, if Tennessee's perfect and Ohio State's perfect, Hooker gets it. But if Tennessee loses somewhere, C.J. Stroud's winning it. Yeah. Because a perfect Ohio State quarterback's going to get the nod. Yeah, even though they have – you're right. Even though they hadn't played anybody. Now, I wonder if Michigan can can work Ohio State a little bit. You know, they struggled on the road at Penn State. That was their first true road game, and they They struggled. They did. They did. They were down big, and then they just ripped off a bunch of points. Well, they're a better team. Right, in the fourth quarter. Um, and Penn State's just, ugh, man. All right, so two big games on Saturday. Can't wait. One mid-afternoon. CBS decided to choose Tennessee and Georgia over Bama LSU. It's the right call. And then at night, at 6 o'clock, we get Bama-Georgia. And then a lot of you listening will be either in Davis Wade or watching that game. You'll have both games on because it still means a lot for you to win, obviously, and to beat Auburn, regardless if if they're in shambles and dysfunctional. And, uh, you know, they've been decimated with coaching firings. Uh, How will they come out? For, For our listeners that don't know, Cadillac Williams is the is the interim coach for uh, Auburn, the former star That's right. running back. To me, didn't one, Cadillac go to Tampa Bay and Ronnie went to Miami? I think Don't that's I correct. That right? I believe that's okay. correct. All right. Um, one of them was in Tampa. I know that for a fact. Okay, I so can't Cadillac, remember I I, Isn't that funny? They both went to South Florida. Yeah. NFC, AFC, same draft. Why don't you look that up for me, Will? Um, Cadillac went to Tampa Bay. Yeah, Tampa. Okay. Yep. I think when Gruden was there and running a, yeah. a, a, a horrific antiquated offense. There you go. And Ronnie Brown went to Miami. Let me ask you this question. Boy, they were something. Woo! 
let me ask you this question. Mm. So I've seen two funny things on message board geniuses today. Okay. They both circle around our favorite coach and everyone's favorite coach, Jimbo Fisher. Yeah. One was an A&M message board post that was basically an A&M fan saying, can we not fire him for calls? Didn't we hire him for all this money to win and he's not winning? Isn't that cause? And so I thought that was pretty funny. Can we not fire him for calls? That's funny. Um, and I mean, it's, it's cause he sucks. Uh, and then the second one uh, that I thought was great was an Alabama poster on Bama Online said he's good friends with the high school and is good friends with someone who works for the Ole Miss radio department and was in College Station and says, swears by this, and of course this is a message board story, says that in the tunnel following the game, Lane Kiffin ran into Jimmy Sexton, who represents both Jimbo and Lane. And, and Lane, Ross Bjork. And Lane allegedly, allegedly, according to this Alabama message board poster, Lane apparently said, Jimmy, what are you doing here? You negotiating Jimbo's buyout? Woo! Lane Kiffin does doesn't ever take doesn't ever stop taking shots. But I hope that's true. <laughs> hey, if you miss Ross Dellinger on NIL, John Cohen and Lane Kiffin, go to Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast, search the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. And um, it's a Tito's vodka Bloody Mary Wednesday, which is a good thing. The prize wheel was fun. Charlie Burris was good. We had a good time today. We'll be back tomorrow. And uh, Steve Palazzolo will join us, NFL Insider. But if you miss Ross Dellinger on Mississippi State, Cohen, Lane Kiffin, Ole Miss, and NIL, go to Apple Podcast. Search the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. We'll see you tomorrow. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.